Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. Well, the sun is shining, the birds are singing. It's Dave Stockbridge from Real, and thanks so much for joining me again on the podcast. We launched this podcast just uh, on 12 months ago, and I want to thank everybody who's taken the time to listen to any of the podcasts. And I understand not everyone's going to catch them all, but I am just so grateful that you take the time to allow me into your ears every now and again and share a little bit about what's going on in the local real estate market. Of course, uh, I'm a real estate agent with some 20 or so years experience. Uh, I've been an auctioneer during that time, and you can probably imagine I've seen most things in real estate uh, in the northern suburbs. And it's my aim every week uh, in order to bring you uh, news, information that I hope is helpful and that helps uh, position you to make better decisions in real estate. So over the last week or so, I've been in reflection of the year that's been, and with just a few weeks now to go until Christmas, uh, the market is starting to just have its natural, organic slowdown, although it's not the slowdown it once was. Uh, it was only 10 or so years ago that print media dominated the real estate landscape and was the preferred place for vendors to spend their money in order to get to a wider audience. And of course, now with the, the internet and the explosion of the big real estate aggregators like realestate.com and domain.com, we don't have that dynamic any longer. And so it used to be that the print media would go out of circulation for the two weeks over Christmas. The, the workers would go on leave and the, um, uh, and real estate agents could stay at home with their families. Uh, of course, you know, most real estate agents back then would probably just uh, leave the answering machine on at the office. Um, they wouldn't have a mobile phone always 15 or 20 years ago when I first started selling real estate. And so, uh, you know, some, sometimes they'd have a pager with them. But ultimately, they could leave that in the top drawer uh, on the uh, the Friday before Christmas um, and leave it behind. But of course, you know, there's no avoiding uh, the world in 2018. The devices that we hold in our hand and do so much for us in our lives ensure that we're constantly connected to the outside world. And so, even in those periods that would be a natural slowdown, the inclination of most people is to turn their attention to the spaces of their recreation. Maybe they're planning for the year ahead. It is a time of reflection after all, as people start to build their best life for 2019, as they start to consider those things that they want to change and improve in their life. And often real estate looms as a uh, as a goal or an ambition for many people, whether that's to buy the extra investment property or uh, make that um, make that determination to uh, move up um, or into a better suburb, uh, maybe get that extra bedroom if indeed the, the family's growing or look to downsize if uh, they've all flown the coop. So um, there's any number of reasons why people at this time of year would be sitting down and really planning for the 12 months to come uh, with the ambition, of course, of making that next 12 months better than the 12 months that's been. So... It's, um, I guess, as we look back at the year that's been, there's been three factors that have uh, had a massive effect on our marketplace. And this time last year, our community was cowering in the wake of Holden's closure, after all. Our collective breath was held as we awaited the fallout. October the 21st, 2017, not just 
only marked the end of local manufacturing, but capped off a horror year of closures uh, of annou- and, and announcements of closures from iconic brands. Coroma, Coca-Cola, Hills and Holden, they're all brands South Aussies love, but that love was not enough to appease the profit-loving globalists as high energy pricing, diminished market share and first world wages conspired to kill off local production across a range of sectors. This time last year, the frigate deal had not yet been inked and there was great uncertainty around the submarines and shipbuilding viability in this state into the near term. This time last year, we not only had a different Prime Minister again, but the media was maintaining that a Nick Xenophon premiership was a strong possibility. Now, remember him? Certainly things have changed over the last 12 months, but not necessarily in the ways that we expected. This time last year, we were on a ledge and looking over into the abyss, not exactly sure what might lie on the other side. So why didn't the real estate market in Adelaide tank in 2018? After all, Melbourne had come off the boil. Sydney, well, that's still struggling. Brisbane is no longer surging. And yet here in Adelaide, where things appeared so perilous only 12 months ago, our market appears in pretty good shape. Supply, demand and sentiment drive any real estate market, you have to keep in mind. Demand in Adelaide rarely has the surges like the eastern states enjoy in their growth cycle. That is because we don't have population growth driving our demand. Supply in Adelaide over the last year or so has remained just behind demand, creating competition around new releases early on in the campaign. This interest is rarely maintained, though, and trails away after a few weeks. But if the vendor and agents make the most of the early interest, they are still able to achieve great pricing. This has put a floor under pricing, and thanks to low interest rates, the stabilised conditions throughout most of metropolitan Adelaide. Sentiment was at a low point. Businesses and consumers alike were sceptical and discouraged 12 months ago. High energy pricing, manufacturing shutdowns, the 16 years of Labor government had that seemingly had lost its way, left many feeling negative about the near future. In March, a new state government, government emerged and almost immediately business sentiment soared and within months, business and consumer confidence were at near record highs. The promise of a new era and a fresh direction coupled with the frigate announcements and defence spending in our backyard, and Edinburgh Parks in particular, raised expectations of better days ahead. For the most part, those expectations have been met with business confidence still at near record highs and sound management from the new state government stimulating economic activity across the state. It was not all good news, though. The Banking Royal Commission, in my opinion, was long overdue. It revealed much more than just bad practices and toxic corporate cultures. The Royal Commission had a real-world knock-on effect in our marketplace. Lenders are more cautious now, have been shying away from investors more so than they have in the last six to ten years and making life more difficult for foreigners seeking to secure local real estate. The state government has also placed an impost of 7% stamp duty for anyone who can't provide the relevant residency status information, and lenders have been active in reviewing their lend 
to value ratios and have been increasingly sensitive about their overexposure in certain suburbs. The great news being that those that can borrow can still do so at historically low interest rates. But for the most part, people can't borrow as much as they could before the Royal Commission as the banks crack down on dubious lending practices and adopt a more prudent and pragmatic long-term approach. In summary, we are in a far better state now than most of the had expected only 12 months ago. The market has held firm. Values are solid and demand is strong early on in the campaign for home sellers, but that interest is fading away more dramatically now than it was a year or so ago, which offers a sense of what 2019 holds. Without the frigates, without defence expansion and without a change of state government, we were destined for decline. But in retrospect, it was three, these three factors that saved our market in 2018. Every week I aim to curate some content for you that I hope has value and offers you insights. Um, I like to lend my thoughts. I, I try to give deep consideration to all of the factors that relate to our real estate market. I hope it's that type of advice that you can trust when you come to transacting in real estate. If you're a buyer in the marketplace, never hesitate to yell out. I'm always happy to arm you with all the right information and the best strategies to help you secure the best value the market's got to bear for you. And for home sellers, well, I don't think there's many agents better place to be able to serve you and to offer you this depth of understanding of our local market. Um, it's an absolute pleasure to bring this information to you uh, and I do look forward to speaking with you next week. Thanks for tuning in again to this episode of the Day Sovereign Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes and we look forward to bringing you more next week.